This is Main Street on Prairie Public. I'm Ashley Thornburg, and along with Craig Blumenshine, we are welcoming Main Street Eats root seller Sue, Sue Balcom, to talk about food. Sue, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Sue, it is great to see you <laughs> yeah. in person today. Isn't that the beauty of radio? Nobody oh really knows gosh. what I look like. <laughs> Craig, is this the first time you're meeting Sue? Yes. Is, in person, I, we have talked time and time and time again, and oh. I get to come and come to the Bismarck studio, open the door, and look who I see. Yeah, some old lady with curly Not hair, Not at right? all. <laughs> seller Sue, man, in person. But now I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous. I've got somebody watching me. <laughs> Usually I'm in this little cave by myself, you know, so. And now you want to talk about something called fire cider. Is this like a post-Halloween kind of thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. We have to go back to... Uh, the beginning of the month and have one little discussion before we start talking about winter full bore. And that would be who was right about the weather? Ooh, what was the day? It was, I said in, in November, right? Yeah. Yeah. I beat you guys. You did. Oh, uh, I said early winter. And it was cold on Halloween. Last Halloween, it was what, 70 or something like that? Well, oh. this was like what, the week before, or like probably the Monday before Halloween week, and they got like two feet of snow up north. Now, I don't know what Fargo got that week. None then. No, None really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. They were, they were taking it out by the truckloads from Bismarck Man down the last week of October. It's pretty But crazy. I'll tell you what did happen at our house. Sue, on our, on our patio, we're kind of getting ready for winter. So we had a couple bricks that were maybe where they shouldn't have been. And guess what they are now? They are frozen, frozen to the patio <laughs> on your clock, not mine, okay? Please tell me it's going to warm up. But if it doesn't, that's why we need some fire cider. That's okay. right. Yes. Uh, I'm imagining like whiskey or, you know, the stuff you get out of the very last of the barrel when you, you're making You booze. do know that my grandparents uh, always had a shot of Hochzeit schnapps in the morning. Okay. And that we're talking. Morning time. Wow. Hu- yep, every morning. So good for your digestion. And brown sugar or burnt sugar. And yeah, this stuff is nasty, um, <laughs> but it really warms you up. And that's what we need this time of year. But fire cider is more uh, for your healthy immune system. And, okay. you know, we're all no about booze. sauerkraut. Yeah, no booze. Although, I'll bet you could come up with a fire cider cocktail that would become very popular. Mm. We should do that, actually. Okay, well, tell us what's in it so um, that we know how to design the cocktail. <laughs> so, first of all, one of the hardest ingredients to source that I found for making my own fire cider, which is brewing at home right now, is the horseradish root. Mm-hmm. So unless you plan ahead and talk to maybe somebody at the farmer's market, getting the horseradish is probably the toughest part. I actually had to have Cashwise order it wow. for me and wait like over a week for it to come in but the rest of the stuff are are if you're ever you know thinking about your health diet wise things like apple cider vinegar turmeric um, uh, garlic onions cayenne pepper all of those ingredients go into fire cider tonic and you let it steep like you would kombucha or um, apple cider vinegar water over this um, actually, it's the apple cider vinegar. Okay. You pour apple cider vinegar over these. Other right. Things. Over gotcha. these. Act- <laughs> I want to know how this thing smells. That's oh what I want to know about. It is nasty Yeah, stuff, it must be smelly. I'm going to go here to a, a classic recipe. There's several different recipes for apple cider. 
or fire cider. But, you know, there's onion, garlic, jalapenos, uh, citrus fruit, limes or lemons, uh, grated horseradish. Oh, and ginger root, one of my favorite things in the world is ginger root, cayenne pepper, rosemary, and then you pour the um, apple cider vinegar over it and let it steep um, for probably a week or two, you know, like you can taste it as you go along and make sure your ingredients are submerged because they get moldy if they're not Mm -hmm. under the water there. Um, And then you can add honey. Um, probably preferably unprocessed or um, raw honey because that would make it healthier. And Mm. there's certain properties that all of these ingredients bring to a fire cider that probably people are familiar with. You know, garlic. I read once that if you chop up garlic in every hamburger you ever make, you're never going to get sick from um, whatever E. coli or whatever, mm. because it's antibacterial. Mm. Now, for uh, let me make this disclaimer right away. It's not a license to go rare here, right? Is it, right? No. Yeah. Um, although my son told me he eats tiger meat and he's going to bring some out for Christmas, and I'm mm. like, what? For um, those who aren't familiar, that's raw hamburger, right? And I just can't imagine that that would be highly good. recommended. Yeah, I wouldn't. And this is no like substitute for whatever medications you might be on or your doctor's advice. But there are some, I mean, it's a folk remedy. And if it didn't work, people still wouldn't be using it, right? So I swear by this stuff. And you can buy fire cider from Whole Foods places, or we have a pharmacy that um, has kind of these kinds of things that they put up to offer. But making it is like super, super easy. You just, Mm -hmm. you know, I have three different recipes for it. And you can just chop this stuff up and put it in a jar and make your own. People hope that this helps digestion, their immune system. What, what's this for? Okay, well, let's, let's take this one thing at a time. First of all, apple cider vinegar. There's a lot of people for weight loss that will do a shot of apple cider vinegar every morning. I personally, I can take the apple cider vinegar and make sure you're using the unpasteurized stuff, which is great because it'll grow a mother and you can make your own from that mother in that vinegar. So um, it's acetic and supposedly has antibacterial properties. Um, like I said, they haven't ever done studies on this. They, they invest millions of dollars in drugs and stuff, but they won't, you know, take what's out there that Mother Nature gave us. So um, apple cider vinegar, a lot of people recognize that that's good for them. And like I said, garlic is definitely antibacterial. Oh, and on a side note, if you don't like the way your hands smell when you're done with the garlic, you can rub them on your stainless steel sink and it takes that odor right out. I actually have, yes, I have a stainless steel bar of soap. It's just shaped like soap, but it's stainless steel and it'll take that onion and garlic smell off your hands. Oh, and here I thought you were just supposed to take your contacts out right away when you have garlic on your hands. (laughs) (laughs) You've done that, haven't you? I sure have. And (laughs) this is part of why getting laser surgery was one of the best investments I ever made. Um, Sue, you mentioned putting honey in there. Does it make a difference if you're using um, local honey? Absolutely. For allergy reasons. They say that if you're living up here in North Dakota, we have certain plants that give off pollens, and those pollens are what the bees use, and then we would be less likely to have any kind of um, 
reactions to that. Although, I'm going to say this. I was down in Savannah and did a flight of honeys. I didn't realize the difference in taste. Oh, my gosh. It was the coolest thing I ever did. Very different tastes. Totally. Absolutely. Like the Tupelo orange was Mm. fabulous. And then there's wormwood. And, you know, wormwood is a bitter herb. Um, and we, if it's not, a weed. <laughs> yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, if it's not handled correctly, it's poisonous, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, no? Okay, um, well, I'm going to Google that one, so okay, you'll hear some it typing gr- for a it, sec. Um, <laughs> it grows up here, right, Wormwood, um, and just has a very distinct uh, taste. It's almost bitter honey, and I tried it in honey cookies once, and I, I didn't think that it was so bad. So I think for cooking... It's good, but boy, I'll tell you, I had no idea there was such yeah. difference in the the honeys that the different bees, you know. Um, there's actually a honey company that I buy hand lotion from that gets honey from some exotic place in the world. It's the only place you can get that honey. But we have bees everywhere in North Dakota. We have lots of uh, bee plants and things. Actually, Gackle has a bee plant, Miller Honey. And we used to, when I was in high school, take a bucket and go out there and they would extract it right into an oh, ice cream bucket for us. It's like liquid gold, yep. especially at the price they charge nowadays. All right. Yes. Here's why I'm thinking of it. It's part of, um, you know, why Vincent van Gogh had some <laughs> of his issues oh. is because that was what was causing the problems in the absinthe. But yes, if it's not used correctly, wormwood can have some seizure or uh, other sort of debilitating well, health consequences but there are properly used medicinal <laughs> well and i ways trust that the bees it, know so. what they're doing well right? yeah they're a little smarter than we um, humans yes and then of course my favorite capsaicin did i say that mm, right i think so okay and that would be cayenne pepper which mm-hmm. we should all be eating more hot peppers shouldn't we uh, i'm not a <laughs> I put it in my hot guy. cocoa every, every time i make cocoa <laughs> yes yes mm-hmm. um and coffee hot chocolate mm-hmm. or that mocha flavored coffee that they make at i think caribou actually has chili peppers in yeah wow um so yeah and then of course my beloved horseradish very quickly here. Be, oh, we got to talk little ginger too. But horseradish mm. used to grow wild in the ditches in North Dakota everywhere. And that's where I used to get my horseradish from. And so I'm trying to grow some. But as you know, when you plant things like that, you got to give it a couple years mm. to get established. Then you got to learn how to lift the roots. And mm-hmm. it was just so much easier to go out and get it out of the ditches. But I think they sprayed that down to where mm. you just can't find it anymore. How do you store fire cider? And how long? Oh, I think that if you put it in the refrigerator, and it should be refrigerated so it doesn't keep fermenting on you. I want to know the step before that. How do you know it's done? You said one week or two weeks. Is it just to taste? Um, I think so. I think you can taste it all you want. I'm going to double check here. Um, yes, it definitely will open your sinuses. Mm-hmm. I bet it will. <laughs> I, I think this stuff is amazing. So, um, oh, yeah, you could leave it for up to a month. Wow. So, and I'm sure the longer you let it steep, the better it gets. But some people will drink it without the honey in it. I myself would prefer the honey. And I don't like the acetic. You know, my daughter worked for a dentist and she's like, you know, that apple cider vinegar will eat the enamel off your teeth. And I'm like, well, I'm not holding it in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) When you say drink it, Sue, are you talking straight up or do you take a tablespoon of this and dilute it in some water? You can do it in a tea. You can put it in a cup of tea if you want. But I would do a shot. 
Okay. That's what I would do. Okay. Just get her done. Or <laughs> <laughs> okay. shots. Uh, All right. Gin, gin, so is, <laughs> is this an every year thing for you, Sue? Have you Absolutely. been doing this for a while? And then I drink a lot of, um, I just kind of like this sort of stuff. Like there's a ginger tea and ginger lemon kombucha that I make also. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good. I talk a lot. You know, you probably know that. I talk a lot, and then my throat gets a little dry. And so I found that ginger tea, they actually make something called throat coat for people who sing. We used to have it at the church. The The band members used to drink throat coat because it's good for that. And ginger's good for your stomach as far as yep. being upset. upset. Yep. Um, and ginger can- chews, et cetera. Yes, yeah. candied ginger. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. And I have a molasses cookie recipe that uses candied ginger. Mm. That's really the best way to ingest these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a cookie. In a candy form. <laughs> In a candy form. <laughs> Spoonful um, of sugar. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, it's just like garlic and cayenne pepper support your heart health. And all this stuff improves your circulation. Even if it's in a, uh, the Yelp that you make after you swallow it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and ginger, horseradish, garlic, pepper, and honey contain antioxidants. Mm. You know, and that's, that's, you know, we're all talking about free radicals. And the nurses that I've dealt with over the past year said, you know, our environment is poisoning us. You know, sure. there's so much stuff yeah. um, that they're working on. Are there any kind of heartburn concerns or, or anything? Like when you have too much kind of acidic food, it can, it can oh, disrupt holes the in system. your stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. It changes the balance of your um, pH in your biome, in your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would suggest having buttered toast before you have a shot because mm. that anytime you... You know, it's like eating radishes. Some people say, I can't eat radishes. Well, if you eat radish with buttered bread, the fat in the butter helps tone Mm. down the things in the radish that make you uncomfortable. Mm. I'm curious, Sue, you're about to travel or you have traveled this this season do you take this along with you or can you manage that or is the this airplane just at home like, thing the yeah airport doesn't you'd, you'd like almost have to check much. it or something <laughs> like that right yeah. yeah um so no i probably wouldn't take it with for fear of losing it because you know it's it's uh pretty precious stuff you know by the time you get all those ingredients in there and you let it steep for a while you know yeah i will um let's see what will i do i'll probably take a week off from being healthy how's that uh-huh. <laughs> have to enjoy yourself i feel like yeah. sitting on the beach is a very different kind of maintaining your health absolutely <laughs> totally and that's where i'm that's... didn't doctors used to prescribe people to move to the sun i mean can yes. we bring this back <laughs> well, and you know what? With the way our wet winter's starting out this year, mm. I'm kind of happy about being able to go soak up a little sun, and maybe All I can right. make it through She's Christmas. She's going full so. circle here, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. Bon voyage, Sue, on your travels and also for this week's segment. Sue Balcom joins us once a week to talk about food. Thank you, Sue. Hey, thanks, thanks guys. Sue. Thanks, Sue.